Hey everyone, welcome back to the Freedom Podcast. Katie here with Alexis. And today we have an exciting topic called, uh, or what we're going to be talking about, the title is Biblical Work, work Ethic. And uh, that was the title of my notes and um, just something that's been on my heart recently. I feel like God has just been working on my heart and how I view work, how I view not only the work that I do that people can see, like my job and fitness and all those types of things, but also my work at home. I personally was, uh, for a little bit of time, this this topic and the reason that we're, we're chatting about it and just some things that we've garnered here recently, the reason that it's been on my heart is because I felt like my perspective on work around the home and sometimes those menial tasks that you do at home, like it just was not in a good place. I felt like Mm. my perspective was pretty worldly when it came to cleaning or, you know, cooking or doing tasks. It was almost like I had this dread and I, I stopped myself. This was a couple of months ago or, you know, in, into the past month or so. And I thought, okay, there's something wrong with my heart and how I'm viewing this. I'm not seeing it the way maybe God wants me to view work. I'm looking at it as like almost a burden that needs to just be checked off. And I'm not truly honoring God in a lot of aspects of my work. And I think our pride can get in the way too of, yeah. of just maybe there are some parts of our heart that need to be <laughs> need to be sanctified in this realm where, you know, we're doing great at our job or we're, you know, successful or, uh, for example, in the fitness industry, like we almost pride ourselves on our work, but then maybe are there other aspects of things that God sees as our work, such as doing the dishes or those things around the house that we don't always want to do, um, that maybe our attitude is sinful. Um, so that's kind of how it initially came to my mind in terms of this topic of just work. And there were a few podcasts I listened to that really humbled me (laughs) and convicted me of, okay, yes, I may feel like I have a good work ethic in certain regards, um, at the gym or with my, my work with my clients or whatever it may be, but actually like, how am I, where is my heart? Is it you know, am I priding myself and idolizing work in some regards and then not honoring God with other work that maybe people don't see? And so how do we view work, whatever work that may be, from a biblical perspective? And so that's what we're going to dive into today and just chat about like the foundation of work in the Bible and what God says about it in in his word and how we can have that that view of our of whatever task we have before us and how can we view it in a, in a godly manner and maybe just that sin in our heart, how is it manifesting itself and how we view work? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's easy to like work diligently and work hard for things that we enjoy. But then when it comes to certain areas of our work that we don't enjoy, it's so easy to just kind of slack off and just be like, nah, it's not as important. But, you know, the Lord requires us to have a good work ethic in everything we do. And that's even, like you said, like caring for your home and for your family and you know, especially now being married and you guys just celebrated your first year of marriage. So congratulations to that. Um, yeah. So I'm sure it's a little bit different versus like when you just live with your, 
like by yourself and you're used to like your own mess and whatever it is. And so I'm sure that was like a big adjustment that came into play there too. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I think that also in today's society, you know, we're kind of conditioned to only do the things that make us happy or bring us joy. And sometimes, you know, doing the dishes or like vacuuming or whatever it is, isn't going to bring you joy. Um, I'm one of those weird people who love cleaning. So (laughs) I like, it just makes me so happy. Um, I go over to my boyfriend's house and I like clean his house because I love it. But there are things (laughs) there are other things like in life, like sometimes when I have to do like data entry for um, the gym for our students and stuff, like I just am like, I don't want to do this, you know? And then sometimes I have to take a step back. I'm like, how fortunate am I to be able to one work from home? Cause that's not something that everyone gets to do, but then also get to run a gym with my brother and all these things. And I'm like, and I'm, complaining in in my own mind about putting in numbers that takes me you know maybe an hour to do or whatever and I have to remember like this is for the Lord like everything we do whether you're you know a trash man or like a gym owner or a personal coach or whatever it is I mean the Lord he gives us the ability to work and we should just be thankful for that in general and you know like you were saying it, having a good work ethic does stem from the Bible because in Colossians, it talks about um, whatever you do, you do it with your, all of your heart and you do it as if you're working unto the Lord. You're not working for man. You're not working for money. You're working for the Lord. And, and people who have a good work ethic, like you stand out, especially I just always think of just like your, just, you know, a nine to five or a regular job or whatever. Um, you stand out because a lot of people try to slack off. Like a lot of people try to ditch their work onto other people. And like, that is not, especially if you're a Christian listening to this, that is not a biblical way to go about your work. Like the Lord created us for work from the beginning of time. We have always Mm -hmm. worked. That's what it it gives us a purpose um, because that is found in Christ. So if you're like slacking off or just kind of like, you know, doing the bare minimum um, that's, not right. And it was funny because I don't remember what podcast I was listening to, but it might have been it might have been Ben Shapiro. But he was talking about, I guess this there's like this theme of called like um minimal Mondays or something like that. And it's basically promoting like doing the least amount of work you can do on Monday. So you have just a calmer Monday because people dread Mondays. And this is like a theme now that like young people are like living by is like, no, I need to do the very least because I need to serve myself. I need to make sure that I'm happy in everything I do. And I'm like, what? Like, I, I just always think about that was just never an option. Like in my home, like I only saw really hardworking parents. And then when I started working, I worked really hard. I went to college, you know, did the internship, had a job while I was like full-time in grad school, like all those things. Like for me, it was just work, 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 where I didn't have a good work like life balance. And now kids are like, I just want to only do things that satisfy my flesh and satisfy me. And I don't want to work. So I'm going to have a minimal, minimal Mondays. And then it was like casual Fridays or whatever. I'm like, so when are you working? Like, is it only three days a week or whatever? So I thought that was really interesting. And I kind of thought of that when, when you brought up this topic, I was like, okay, minimal Mondays, like people are really just, you know, 
it's just bottom of the barrel. Like you, you have to work hard and not just think that things are going to be like given to you. And yeah, so I yeah. thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I had never heard of that, but apparently it's a thing. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Well, and, and there is like something to be said about, I think we, <laughs> as a society, we, okay, we say we work all these hours, but are, are we actually utilizing that time effectively or are we just scrolling on our phones yeah. on social media? And I mean, that's, yeah. I have to check the times, you know, where I'm like, oh, this is taking me so long. It's like, was I actually giving what I have in front of me my full attention or was I completely right. distracted? I think if we check ourselves on what work we're doing, a lot of times we find that we're trying to multitask and multitasking yeah. is pretty much impossible, even though you say you can. Yeah. Um, I think people <laughs> find that they, yeah. they cannot multitask well at all. Um, yeah. But you know, when we think about this and just kind of where our society has gone, we, we, love, we love the extremes of either idolizing work, grinding, no sleep, no rest, no mm-hmm. you know, family, money, success, blah, grind your business, your this. Okay. That's idolizing self or the idol of laziness, sloth, you know, slothfulness, whatever you call it, where, okay, we're just getting through the day so we can go lay on the couch Mm -hmm. and binge Netflix. Both are on the same, like the same type of, um, idolization of the self. It's just on different extremes, I think. And, you know, cause if you really think about, like, I think about times where I've been work obsessed or, I'm very obsessed with achievement and, and it really Mm -hmm. comes down to, I wanted like self glorification and for people Mm -hmm. to pat me on the back for what I have achieved. But if we actually like, okay, let's like sift through the culture and look at the word and where we get our truth and like what it's interesting because when you read Genesis work was established in the garden before sin even entered the picture. So before, Mm Um, uh, Eve was deceived. Adam was working in the garden. He was tending to the garden. And so work is not inherently evil. It just became toilsome because of the fall. And so I think there is something to reflect or that that's really important to reflect upon because God is a hard worker. I mean, you think about the creation of the world (laughs) and everything in it and just how detailed and creative and ordered and intricate he is. And even just thinking about like the human body and how our mind works in the brain and creation and mountains and the ocean. I mean, it's just absolutely breathtaking to see the design of the world. And we are supposed to mirror, you know, we're, we're Christians. So mirroring Christ, mirroring that our creator and, and he is not lazy. He's not a slacker. He is very detailed. Mm-hmm. He cares about the intricate details. He cares about um, the small things. And, and um, so thinking about that, like God cares about the small details. So I should care about the small, the small details as well. And, and I think that, you know, thinking about the garden and, and tending to your part of the garden, whatever that may be. So for someone that may be being a barista, another person, it may be being a fitness coach like we are. Um, where Where is our garden and how can we tend to it well? Or a stay-at-home mom. I think a lot of times yeah. women who are stay-at-home moms feel almost like their work is not benefit or it's not like seen as worthy because we're not 
reaching a time you know slot. We're not getting a paycheck, but work is not just valuable if you're getting paid for it. That's like such a lot from our society that you know you have to get be getting paid for something for your work to mean something. The most mm. meaningful work that I do is not well. A lot of my meaningful work is paid with my clients, but with, that I do at the church or that I do at home yeah. or that I to, uh, you know, something as silly as like baking cookies for Jake, like that, yeah. that is work creativity. You know, I've perfected this chocolate chip cookie recipe. I have to say it's pretty bomb. Um, and <laughs> I'm going to start selling cookies here soon. No, but you know, just about, like, we don't have to get a paycheck for our work to matter. And that's just yeah. a lie from from our society and from the world. And so thinking about like, where has God called you to be? And how can you tend mm -hmm. to that, that part of your garden, whatever of the garden, like your little corner and section and like what you said, um, you know, just regarding like our work ethic is mm -hmm. as Christians, like, man, we should be exemplifying a a hard work ethic because right. we understand that God created work for us to do and that that we're mm -hmm. told in Colossians, like whatever you do, do it to the honor and glory. Or wait, is that Colossians? <laughs> no, I'm forgetting. Yeah, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Colossians 3, yeah. 23 through 24. Um, and we're told all throughout the Proverbs and all throughout the New Testament. I mean, it's everywhere like that our work yeah. matters. And so as Christians, like are we actually entrusted with hard work by other people? Do people look at us as being reflecting that, um, you know, we should be reflecting God in our work? Do people actually see that? And that's something I, yeah. you know, I definitely, every single person has to kind of search their own heart and, and um, see like, okay, where is it that maybe I'm either, I'm idolizing work as being my savior, mm -hmm. or I'm tending to go more towards that laziness side of things and like where can yeah. we find that healthy perspective of like putting god first and then honoring him with everything that we find our hand doing yeah definitely definitely yeah and it's so funny like you know obviously god knows human nature better than anyone and i always love when you look at the bible and you see things that people struggled with then that people are still struggling with now. So nothing that is, nothing's new. Like, you know, God's like, yeah, you know, humans just do these things, you know? And so I right. love looking at it and, and we either have, like you were saying, we either have a tendency to overwork, never rest, or we have a tendency to be sluggish and sluggards. And like the Bible addresses both. And I think it was so beautiful when you were talking about creation. It's like God worked really, really hard for six days. And then he knew the importance of rest and that balance. God doesn't need rest. Like when you think like God, the creator of the heavens and the earth literally just modeled what our week should look like or what our lives should look like just so he could be an exact example of how we're supposed to live. And I think that's so cool when you think about it, because it is, it's just like this really fine balance. And I think I have a tendency to either, like, especially in my younger years, either work 
too much. Like when I was like in grad school and stuff like that, like I felt like I was just going, going, going 24 seven and I never took breaks and whatever. And then I would go through a period, like when you do work for yourself where you're just like, yeah, I can push these things off, you know? And, yeah. and it's just like finding that balance and, and remembering that this is the gift that God gave me. So I need to steward that well, whether that's school, whether that's being a mom, whether that's whatever you do. And I think mm-hmm. like, especially nowadays, it really seems like, like people want to make motherhood as if it's not like a very, very important um, job. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the most important jobs you'll have because you're raising the next generation. And so I know that there are moms that listen to this podcast. And I think like that is probably the most important and the hardest job that you will ever have, especially as a woman. Like yeah. that is, that is a crazy, crazy task. And I've nannied for forever. Um, I nannied all through college and, you know, even well into um, my like late twenties and stuff. And you know, like being able to be a caregiver for someone else's kids, like does take another level of like love and patience and, you know, all that stuff. But then I get to work alongside such amazing moms and I see like the work that they do. And I see that, no, you're not collecting a paycheck for it, but like the love that goes into raising good, like children who love God and who, you know, want to I don't know the, the moms that it's so selfless. And then when I think about just in all work, it's like work as if like, you know, your work is your child. Like you're working in that sense. Like it's, it's this selfless giving of mm-hmm. like your heart and your time and your mind, like everything. And so, um, I think that's just really important to remember. And that's a re- even a reminder just to myself of like, when I do have to do, like you were talking about like mundane tasks throughout the day, whether it is work related or, you know, related to getting paid or whatever. Um, it's just so important to remember that like hard work does matter, but that balance is important too. And, you know, God doesn't mess around. Like in the Bible, like in Proverbs 6, 9 um, through 11, I'll just read it. But basically it says, um, how long will you lie there? You sluggard. When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty will come on you like a bandit and scarcity like an armed man. And it's funny because growing up, my dad always quoted this verse. Um, And my dad and my mom, very extremely hard workers. I always saw my parents have like multiple jobs growing up and they had kids young and, um, you know, stuff like that. But I just always remember him saying, like talking about being a sluggard and being lazy. And like, that was something in my house that we were not allowed. We were not allowed to be lazy. And, um, I do think that really carried over just into my later years. And, you know, the Bible doesn't play like, you know, it says, if a man does not work, he shall not eat. If you are a fully capable human being and you're not using the gifts that God gave you, um, even if it's something that you like, don't even enjoy, but you just need work. Like, you know, mm-hmm. God doesn't, that's not what he wants. He doesn't want us to be lazy and just life to just to be easy. You work and you benefit from that work, but it's not even just us benefiting, but we get to help others. We get to help, you know, the poor and needy. We get to um, provide for our families and just things like that. So it's just important to keep in mind. Cause I think sometimes, you know, with society pushing like, oh yeah, like, you know, 
like minimal Mondays or whatever they call it. I mean, that's, it, it's a slippery slope to be like, yeah, I think that we should only work two days a week and I want to get paid like I work seven days a week or whatever it is. So it definitely, it's interesting to see how society now went from like, I think in our times growing up, like especially high school, college, it was like, you work until you die, like the hustle over everything. And where now it's like, like do the bare minimum and I want to get paid the highest amount. I'm like, you guys like, yeah. I mean, don't even get me started because sometimes I'm just like, you guys don't know what hard work is like, you know? So, um, but yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we tend to forget that we as a, as a generation benefit have benefited from the work ethic of our parents and of our grandparents. That was incredible. Like I think about, so my grandpa, um, he, it, on my mom's side, he's passed away, but he was, he grew up during the great depression and he was born mm-hmm. in 1910, I want to say. So long time ago. Um, yeah. and yeah. he was in college during the great depression. And just, I remember obviously I was young when he passed away. I think I was like 13, but I just remember his work ethic, even being mm-hmm. a retired 90 year old man, the way that he worked and was so he was so diligent, not in an obsessive way, but just a very methodical, he was a Christian as well. So, um, you know, those, those values he instilled in my mom and then she instilled in, into me. Uh, but just, I think a lot of times we tend to forget, like not even that long ago, I mean, in the, you know, mid 1900s, the great depression and, um, just how much some of our grandparents or great grandparents struggled or several generations ago, they came to the United States as, uh, indentured yeah. servants or as, yeah. you know, a lot of people came over here escaping communism or whatever it may yeah. be. And, um, and sometimes I do talk to, you know, even immigrants who, are I was recently having a conversation just with a couple individuals whose parents were immigrants or they were immigrants themselves and they were just talking about like the fact that their parents were so just instilled in them hard work because they mm-hmm. knew how valuable that was because they came from yeah. somewhere where they couldn't work freely or they didn't have that yeah. opportunity so I think we take it for granted a lot of times especially yeah. being in the United it's like, oh, we can work and make money. A lot of places, mm-hmm. that's not even an option. That's not even yeah. something that women can do, um, women or or men, especially if it's a communist country. And so, you know, yeah. really reflecting upon like, okay, the generations before us that worked, that lost, I mean, people lost their lives to, and to create this country where we have the freedom to work. We have the ability, we yeah. have the blood. Like, that I can have a business, that you can have a business, like what an yeah. amazing opportunity. The fact that I can work out, and, and I see this with a lot of my clients as well, just over the years, there is this like wrestle with this kind of entitlement of like, oh, well, you know, it's, I just want to be able to have a lean body composition, eat whatever I want, not work out, not work hard. And it's like, Unfortunately, that's not realistic. Like you have to make sacrifices. And that's why, you know, our society, we have such an issue with exercise and nutrition. And a lot of times it does come down to like that discipline factor. Obviously, there's health things that play a role into someone's body composition. I'm not dismissing that at all. However, 
we do have a work ethic problem when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to training, when it comes yeah. to that discipline and, yeah. um, you know, just rerouting, like, instead of feeling sorry for ourselves, like, I think it's important to remember, like, this is such a great, amazing country. Yes, we have, we have so many problems. Um, but we do have freedom at least right now. Um, (laughs) a little while longer tomorrow, we won't, maybe tomorrow they'll shut us all down again. But, um, you know, as far as like, we do have the freedom to pursue these things and like, wow, God has given us like, I didn't shoot. I I didn't have the decision to be born in this country. I didn't have the decision to, you know, have the parents that I do, but like amazing. The fact that we even have this opportunity to be recording this podcast and talking about hard work, you know, rerouting our minds in that, in that attitude of gratitude, as opposed to just feeling sorry for ourselves. And, you know, woe is me very, very popular and people like to also put all of their problems online to create this, um, it's like, you know, misery loves company. And so with social media, we have this, like, it's just constant, um, woe is me isms and, you know, all of this stuff. But as Christians, like, is that honoring to God? I don't think so. Um, there is something to be said about being honest and vulnerable about your struggles, but not as a way to make excuses for a behavior that is sinful. Yeah. 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 And I think like, you know, in our society too, we have like a major overindulgence issue too. Like it's not even just like, it's not even just like, Oh, I don't want to work hard. (laughs) It's not even like, like, all right, I'm going to go shut the door. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I yeah, I, I think like things are a little bit too easy sometimes. And we're so fortunate, like you were saying, to live in America. And like now things, it is a lot easier to have online businesses or to work from home or things, especially after like COVID and things like that. It's it's so easy. And I can't remember who said this, but it was like, um, what does it go? I just forgot the quote. Dang it. This is why I need to write quotes down. But I was basically talking about like soft times make for soft people and hard times make for hard people, you know? And like, that's like a very common quote. And I'm like, it's so true. Like, you know, in society, I look at a lot because I've talked about on this podcast before, but if you're new, um, me and my brother, we coach youth athletes. And so we have some kids that come in and they're just killers. Like they are, they work hard. You never have to get on. They always complete their sets. They, as soon as their um, rest timers up, they're already onto their next set. They help people load and unload weight, whatever. And then I have right. kids that I have to be on 24 seven. And I, and I tell my brother, I'm just like, these kids, one, are so fortunate to be able to do outside training for their sports. And they're definitely, that's not, I mean, it is more common nowadays, but like, you know, for your parents to pay for extra training that is not cheap, you know, like you'd think that these kids, all of them would come in with just a a great work ethic, but a lot of them working with the population that we do work with, they come from very affluent homes. And, you know, I think a lot of times they think because their parents have worked so hard that they get to, you know, just kind of ride that wave. And I do think that some people naturally do have an innate 
drive to work very, very hard and be the very best. And some don't, but it's something that can be learned and something that can be trained. And then when you apply it to, or when you, when you look back to the Bible and, and the Bible requires you to apply this standard that God has set of working very, very hard and working unto the Lord, like you should see that in every aspect of your life. And so I talk to my brother often about this. I'm just like, you know, some of these kids just don't have a good work ethic. Like they, they write down cause we have them write down like their goals and stuff. And we go through their goals like at least once a week. And, you know, some of them are like, oh, yeah, I want to play pro or I want to have a D1 scholarship and stuff like that. And and we'll tell them, you guys aren't finishing reps. You're not finishing a warm up. Like if we say that we're doing lunges all the way through the 20 yard field and you guys stop at 15 or 18 yards, like that's telling me that you don't want a D1 scholarship. That's telling me that you don't want to be pro because people who want to be pro, they go above and beyond, you know, and I think that's the same thing and just overall work I think no one told you like hey Katie if you want to be a world champion like you can't have days where you just like mess up or weeks on end where I mean I'm sure like prep wasn't perfect but it was like very very close to it you know and obviously that's how you get to the top and it's not about getting to the top but you get rewarded for having a good work ethic you were rewarded at, at doing very well in your sport like and the same thing when I think of like powerlifting if I skip training days and I skipped things like that. Like, why should I think I should go into a meet and, and, and get first place unless there was just no competition there. But, you know, so I just little things like that. I'm like, people just, yeah, the work ethic and, and it does come down to, cause I've talked about your prep, I think early on when we first started recording we talked about your prep and you were just saying how that was like one of the best preps you had because you were just honoring and giving that back to the Lord and just how, like the result of it, you know, it's like winning. Um, is it, do you guys call it like world champions or, or what is, yeah. what's the title? Okay. Yeah. W- so I'm like, w- and world, your champion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And that is a reward of really, really hard work. Like that's not a reward of skipping workouts and, and binging on donuts, you know? So it, it, and it is that fine balance. Obviously I know that those are extremes, but it, it like it shows that, in the hard work, there's a reward at the end. And sometimes the reward is just like, wow, like I feel really good that I gave my 150% to this. And sometimes that's all the reward is. Like it's not always going to be money. It's not always going to be accolades. It's not always going to be all those things. Sometimes it's just like, wow, like I am fully capable of doing these things. And like, that's awesome. And I honored God in this because that's what he required me to do. Um, And yeah, sometimes it's just like small things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to kind of go off what you're saying too, it's interesting because a lot of times some slumps I've been in or, you know, periods of time where I'm just like, man, I feel unmotivated or I feel um, just like kind of in a funk. The yeah. remedy for that, I mean, obviously, you know, God and, and, <laughs> and prayer <Yeah>. and community, <laughs> I'm not dismissing any of that, but like the, a huge remedy for that is just not letting my emotions dictate my actions and just doing the hard work. So yeah. like in particular, I remember there was this period of time after um, just one of my competitions where I was just sort of in this funk and, you know, I just kind of wanted to be slothful and lazy and just like eat whatever I wanted and just like not be disciplined. And I really didn't feel like myself. And it was just taking that emotion wherever, whatever that was stemming from, because it could be a multitude of things, especially as a woman, right. we have a lot of hormones. We have a lot of things yeah. happening. We have a lot of, uh, all the time. 
that happen throughout the month. And sometimes it can be a little bit more difficult to actually get outside, yeah. go for a walk, get to the gym and do whatever, um, or work or whatever it may be. But I remember just thinking like, okay, I need to let my emotions or I need to set my side, set aside my emotions and not let them dictate my actions because emotions right. are not a bad thing, you know, and they're an indicate, they're like a indicator of what's going on deep, deep down. But if we always go off based on how we feel, we mm -hmm. will never, ever, ever have anything um, that is going to be of <laughs> anything to, you know, really show for it. You know, if we're just going yeah. by emotions. I'll have emotions or some days yeah. I literally just want to eat a whole piece of, of cake and, and, you know, lay on the couch all day, but like do yeah. what, what's the result? I think about it logically. What is the result of that slothfulness of that laziness? It's not going to be something yeah. I want and it's yeah. not going to be a life I want to live and discipline actually it enables you to have freedom. I mean, think about like the discipline that we have had in our businesses, or I think about the discipline that um, some of my, you know, favorite athletes have had and like, okay, then we look at the result and we say, oh, they're so right. lucky to be in the position right. they're at. They're so, right. you know, oh, I wish I could have that life. And it's like, man, how, if you could just see a behind the scenes of their day-to-day -day discipline, their day-to-day -day life yeah. and the they've made to be where they're at, you would never use the word lucky. It truly yeah. is that day out process. Um, yeah. And once you establish, I think a good work ethic, it becomes truly enjoyable. I mean, I don't yeah. know anything really that that beats a hard leg workout where I'm like, can't breathe. And then I'm sore the next day. And I'm able to do it like if I work out with my dad, and we're working hard together. And then we bond over that. Like, yeah. there's Thing, honestly that's better than that in my well yeah. there are things better than that but that's truly one of the greatest joys in my life is that hard yeah. work that I do either by myself or with other people and yeah. my clients like seeing their hard work come to fruition and the results and the you know it's like man there is something so gratifying about that hard work and that dedication that you can't get without that challenge and that perseverance right. and so um right. you know whatever realm that may be in, like even just thinking about cleaning your house, like think about how good you feel when your house is clean. Like I feel yeah. like I'm on top of the world on Sunday, yes. Jake and I like clean the whole house. And we were like, you know, doing all these different tasks. And afterwards we looked around and we were like, man, this, that felt yeah. so good. And it's even yeah. things like that, like as simple as that, how rewarding and gratifying and satisfying that hard work is. Um, it truly does then encourage you to be able to root your mind and like, okay, not just how I feel, but truly where do I want myself to be? And then I make my decisions based on that. Yeah, no, definitely. And it kind of just trickles through all, all throughout your life. Like, I mean, we've talked about this all the time. It's like when you're disciplined on your diet, you're going to have better workouts because you're fueling your body better. You're, you know, you're getting good sleep. Like it's just, it, it's just like a, waterfall effect, you know, and then it carries over to, you know, your other parts of your life. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's why everyone should lift and, and eat yeah. a lot of protein and do all that good stuff and sleep eight hours. And, you know, it does, well, it's, it's this carryover yeah. that is the best. So absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you eat well, exercise and cut down on your screen time, sleep more, like the the quality of your life just goes up so much and um yeah. that's all 
something that is talked about in the Bible all the time is just, you know, this yeah. discipline enables you to then have like the benefits of that hard work. And, um, yeah. and you know, it talks about like in Proverbs talking about like your wealth and your being able to have extra leftover from that hard work. Right. And it's like, it truly is, we see that in life. Um, so yeah. yeah, the Bible, it just, it's, it, everything makes sense and applies yes. to today. And it's amazing yeah. how, um, there's nothing new under the sun and I'm constantly gleaning more and more wisdom. Every time I read the word, I'm like, man, new nuggets of truth. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. That's awesome. Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. If you get a chance, share this episode with a friend. Make sure you keep up with us on social media at the dot freedom podcast. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks for another show. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you.